Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. And today we have a very special feature and special episode for all of you. We are launching our new series, the Untranslatable Travel Tips, and this will be the Prague edition. So we will be giving you all some insider tips of Prague, some must-see attractions, some things to watch out for when you're in Prague for the first time or just in general. Also some budget traveling tips for all of you students and people trying to save that money. Also some ways to get around the city and some places to stay as well. So if you're planning on traveling to Prague in the near future or just curious, hmm, do I want to visit Prague and what's there? Give it a listen and uh, let us know what you think. But without further ado, <laughs> my good buddy Jared. What's going on, Jared? Chad almost forgot about me, everyone. Almost. <laughs> uh, the Untranslatable Podcast conglomerate is growing, uh, and we're adding a new edition. You did not mention, I just thought I should mention right off the bat, this will be coming out every other Saturday, so you know, twice a month. Uh, so look forward to that. Uh, but first, spread a little love. Always spread a little love. Follow us on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. Follow us on uh, Twitter, Untranslatable One, the number one. Follow us uh, or email us, untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can contact us through our website, untranslatablepodcast.com. Or you can just look at some untranslatable phrases. But we're not here to talk about untranslatable phrases today. We're here to talk about Prague. Uh, I went to Prague. Oh, Spread a little love. Five-star reviews, iTunes and Stitcher. I uh, went to Prague for the first time just a couple, maybe a month and a half ago at this point. And um, I enjoyed it very much. You know, between Prague and Berlin, I maybe I preferred Berlin more just because it was a little bit more uh, wild, I would say. But I'd say Prague was more up my alley of cities. That was my kind of city. In, in what and, ways, um, Jared? Uh, well, it's 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 not really a clubbing culture. I mean, there's plenty of clubs there. Ooh, but it's, wa- watch way... yourself. Watch yourself there. <laughs> they're way more of a sit down and drink culture, which I I can get down with. Uh, I can definitely get down with. Excuse me. Hold on. <laughs> I hope that's a that's a nice little Svetli Lejak that you're sure, enjoying. Sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> let's just say it is. Um, the city was gorgeous. It looked like um. It looked very medieval, you know. Look like a, and it looked like it, it. I don't know. It's just a very beautiful city, mm-hmm. traditionally European, and like in the traditional European sense of those very old cities. And um, the only thing I didn't like, I'll start off by saying this, was that I was not. Aw- I mean, I knew Prague was a tourist city. Obviously, I didn't realize that it was like you know, how touristy it really was. Right. Yeah. And that's, I think, a thing uh, that many people realize the first time they're there, especially when you walk across the Charles Bridge, which once we get into attractions, we'll discuss that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, there are tons of tourists. The trick is to find the right time. And you came at a good time where there weren't tons of tourists. Just right. In the next couple months, once summer comes, it's going to get really crowded. They're going to be certain places to avoid. And we'll discuss all that for you. So when uh, you listeners out there are trying to travel to Prague, you will hopefully have an idea of when the best time to go and things like that. What's your experience with Prague? I mean, you're, you're going to be our, our topic content expert today. That's correct. I love it. It's one of my favorite cities in the world. It's really grown on me. Um, I also get bothered by the tourists, which 
is a bit hypocritical because I'm technically there as a tourist. Although I live in the Czech Republic, I don't live in Prague. So I would say in a way that makes me a tourist. Right. Although I know my way around the city very well now. Um, I have kind of the spots where I know I like to go, um, which I guess we'll just get started with that, which is um, we'll start with just some places where I like to stay in my um, opinions of some of these places. So my two favorite places to stay are uh, Namiesti Miru, which uh, in English is Peace Square. And I believe that would be in Prague too. And then also JZP is what most non-Czech speakers call it. The The Czech name is Jiřího ze Poděbrad, which ah, is... Uh, thank you. I impressed some Czechs uh, while I was in Prague, actually, with my pronunciation of that. It was pretty funny. Oh, nice. Um, but then I admitted to them it was because I was staying there, and every time I take the metro, you know, I would hear, mm. you know, Pristi Stanica, which is next station, Jiřího ze Poděbrad. So, you know, you hear it enough... It gets ingrained in your mind. But anyways, the reason why I like those places is because they're close enough to a lot of the cool tourist attractions that if you're there with friends, you can easily reach those places. It's cheaper because that's... I don't think a residential area is quite the right term for it. Residential areas in Prague are a bit further out, like Prague 6 uh, or maybe Prague 4. Um, but the reason why I like both of those places is there's some amazing restaurants... Uh, great places to see. If you stay at Namiesti Miru, there's a beautiful church right there on Peace Square. There's tons of restaurants. There's also the Prague Beer Museum, which, although it sounds very touristy because it's not right dead center in Old Town where most of the tourists tend to congregate, um, you can get some pretty decent beer there. It's a little expensive for American standards. It's fine, but for Czech standards, it's a little expensive. And so those are my two places to stay. And I would highly suggest anyone going to Prague to look into Airbnbs and hostels. You can stay at hotels. Sure. And I've stayed in hotels in Prague for less than $50 a night. No problem. I use booking.com. That's what I like. Um, you can usually find some really great deals, especially if you look early. But Airbnb and hostels are probably the best. Um, we stayed at a hostel when you were there. We stayed at Hostel Elf, which was... Um, a good location, um, mm -hmm. very affordable. Private bathrooms, which is nice too. Yep. Sometimes you don't get those in hostels. That's I mean, true. private in the sense that they're communal, right? But they're one one stall. It's mm -hmm. only for one person. So even though it's communal, once you're in, there's a bunch of them. Once you're in there, you have your own own little space, and you can be free. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever that means to you. Right. So, what would you call the sort of the center city of of Prague? Because you say you prefer Prague too, mm -hmm. uh, which is slightly outside of where it's deep tourist country. Right. So I can think of two places that I think people would consider the heart of Prague. One would mm -hmm. be Old Town Square, which mm -hmm. where we, Old Town Road, we went. Got to take my horse. Uh, no, so Old Town Square. Um, and there's some museums and the astronomical clock is there, which is kind of mm -hmm. one of the must-see sites in Prague. Um, and in this episode, well, I'll also mention some very budgety and free things you can do and see in Prague because there are really, if the weather's nice, you could just do sightseeing and save a lot of money unless you, you know, pay money to like go over the top of a tower or something like this. But if you stick mm -hmm. to walking around and doing sightseeing, uh, excuse me, Prague is absolutely fantastic. And so anyways, so Old Town Square is one of them. Uh, the other one I would say is Wenceslas Square. 
which is um, in the part of Newtown, which is right by the Natural History Museum, which I believe is now reopened. And that's a that's a cool place as well because you can access everything very easily there by tram, by metro. In Prague, um, there's there's three lines: um, the the red, the A, the B, and the C. The red, the yellow, and the green. And it's super easy and super convenient to get around there. But the main tourist hubs, I would say, are Old Town Square and uh, Wenceslas Square, which are great. But if you are in Prague visiting, I would say definitely do your sightseeing there. But I would not suggest for the most part shopping or eating around that area because they're both so touristy. The prices are quite inflated. And you mm-hmm. notice it immediately if you're in, you know, Wenceslas Square or um, Old Town Square and then you go to Namiesti Miru, you go to a restaurant, usually the prices are much lower. Um, beer is a bit cheaper as well, which is always a plus if you're in the Czech Republic to try their tasty beer. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. That's good. That's some good consumer advice. Do you want to talk about some of the must-see attractions? Absolutely. I have three things that I think are must-sees based off of my trip there. Great. Let's hear them. Uh, the first one is, I believe... You meant just the Old Town Square. That's mm-hmm. I, I mean, even though it is obviously a tourist square, and it's I you can't not go there if you're going to be if this is especially if it's your first time in Prague. Oh, for sure. The uh, astronomical clock is amazing, and there's actually where is it? I had it written down somewhere in um oh here it is in uh Seoul, South Korea. Uh, there's an exact replica of the uh of the astronomical really? clock. Really interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought I, I, I'm a watch nerd. I mean, I don't know how to read an astronomical clock, but I, that's just a cool thing to look at. Um, and then right next to it, to the if you were to be looking straight at it, right to the right of it is the square. And there's that very, uh, very Quasimodo-looking. Uh, I guess that's a weird choice. Gothic Notre Dame, but uh, yeah, <laughs> Gothic. There's a yeah. There's a yeah. very a cool Gothic church there, and um, that's a must see. And then another one is Letna Park. Yeah, that is the that place was on my where list I mean. As well. That's a definite, it's a great walk. You know, you have to kind of walk up there and it's a great walk. And also um, for anyone that is trying to get those Insta shots, that's a great place for the new Insta profile picture, oh, the definitely. new Tinder profile definitely, picture. Definitely, without a doubt. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think that's a great uh, great view of the city. And it's, uh, at least when we went, it was a Saturday or Friday or something. No, it was a th- Saturday. Friday morning. Or, or, or You're right, no, Friday. No, I left on a Saturday. Yeah, you're right, Friday. And it was very quiet. And um, it was very peaceful there. Um, another one, this is not really a, a site, but I think this is a cool part of the city that you don't see in a lot of cities, is that there are a lot of underground tavern bars mm-hmm. that uh, give a really cool vibe. We went to one called Usudu, and um, it has it's huge for your in bar standards. Absolutely gigantic, but you, yeah. You couldn't tell because each room is sort of, Siphoned off by its mm-hmm. own, you know, mm-hmm. hallway to its to its own little room, and each room has its own. Not each room, not every room, but a lot of rooms have their own bar. But yep. besides for even having their own bar in a lot of them, they all have a very different vibe. Like you first for walk sure. in, and that's where you'll find a lot of the older people, a lot of the you know, a lot of the people in blazers, <laughs> more checks, and then yeah, yeah, for sure, a lot of older Czech people. You go downstairs to the first room we went to, and. Um, and it's probably more middle age, thirty ish kind of age, 
and um, a lot of rock music uh, in there. Mm-hmm. And then you go to some of the other rooms, and there's a lot of younger vibes, uh, a lot of a lot more people our age or even a little younger than that. And uh, I think that not only is the tavern, underground tavern, a cool vibe that most people don't get in other places, but also um, a lot of them don't have any signals, so it requires you to actually talk to the people you're right. with. Or Which the is a good thing. You. Exactly. Yeah. And it's funny you mention that, Jared. The majority of the bars I've been to in Prague, especially not cocktail bars, but like to get a beer, like a pub or a hospoda, mm-hmm. as they say in Czech, um, most of them are these kind of more basement cellar type establishments, which is really cool. Which brings me to, this is kind of a must-see attraction if you are a big fan of Pilsner Urquell, which is one of the most beloved and popular beers here in the Czech Republic. Mm-hmm. And you need to go to, it is called Upinkasu. And Upinkasu is actually where the first ever Pilsner was tapped in Prague. And they still have the original tap. You can take a picture of it. And we've discussed this on our other episodes before. But with Pilsner, when they serve it, you know, you'll get a, a, a either a Mali, which is a little one, which is 0.3 liters, or Velki, which means big, and the Velki mm-hmm. are half a liter. And, you know, they'll have, you know, anywhere from, I don't know, maybe inch and a half, two inches of foam. Yep. And, uh, and I think that gives it a really good kind of smooth taste. And they have different types of pours for Pilsner-style beers. Sadly, we did not try those because, as Jared mentioned before we started recording, we were just getting the big beers and enjoying the big ones. <laughs> um but yeah, and if you go to Upinkasu, they should be able to give you the different pours. Um, one of the most popular ones that I've heard of is called Mleko, which is Czech for milk, which is basically a little bit of beer at the bottom and then a bunch of foam. There's one mm-hmm. that's uh, also called a Schnitt, which is, I would say, like probably 30% beer, 70% foam. And I forget what the regular pour is called there. But yeah, so Upinkasu is a great uh, must-see place for Pilsner lovers or just beer lovers in general. Yeah, when I first when I got one of the first beers I had in Prague for a hot sec, I was like, Did "This guy not port right." And right. I realized, "Oh no, he knew exactly what he was doing." Yep. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, they definitely know. That's for sure. Um, what are some other must sees? Uh, oh well, mm-hmm. I guess an obvious one is the bridge, the the Charles uh, Bridge. How do you, yeah, the Charles Bridge. Mm-hmm. How would you say it in Czech? Karlov Moss. Which that's the other thing. I'm glad you mentioned that. That's the other thing about Prague is the other big city in the Czech Republic, Brno, um, has their signs in English and in Czech. In Prague, mm. it's only in Czech. Interesting. So, yes. So Karlov Most is what you are going to want to find for the Charles Bridge. And I mean, they have arrows. Um, Stare Miesto is um, Old Town. Um, so that's another sign that you want to keep your eyes out for. Um, Nove Miesto would be New Town which is where Wenceslas Square is. Um, and then um, the Czech word for Wenceslas Square is Václavské náměstí. So just keep these terms in mind, people, when you go to Prague. Um, I mean, obviously, you could also ask someone, and I'm sure they'd be happy to tell you as well. But yeah, so all the signs are in Czech. It's very easy to find the metro and everything there. But anyways, back to must-sees. So the Charles Bridge mm-hmm. must be probably one of the biggest tourist attractions oh, for in sure. Prague. Would for you sure. say that? 100%. I heard a lot of 
a lot of recommendations online talking about how it's always packed. Mm -hmm. And if you really want to get like a good photo opportunity or or walk through without having to elbow people in the face, (laughs) uh, (laughs) go early in the morning and make that like your first stop early. Yep. uh, If you actually are trying to get photo opportunities, because otherwise you're just going to be getting people's heads in, in pictures. Definitely. Or photo bombed, you never know. Um, do you know, do you know, I mean, I'm putting you on the spot here, but do you know like anything about the bridge? What makes it so popular? Uh, well, it was, I'm pretty sure I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure it was built by Charles the fourth. Um, it was built, I think in the 15th century, if I remember correctly. Um, they started in the, they started in 1357 and finished in the beginning of the 15th century. Okay, not not it's bad for not about, about fifty years of building it, right? And so, so yeah, so basically, what I would suggest is, yeah, either early in the morning for the Charles Bridge, or also late at night if you're out with your friends and you're in yeah. Old Town, stumble, stumble, uh, stumble across the the Charles Bridge and take some pictures. We almost did that when we were there. Yep, we did that. That was the <laughs> initial plan, but it didn't happen for other reasons. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So the Charles Bridge is a must see. Obviously, Old Town Square, Letna Park, as you mentioned, the castle, which we did not go to, did we? No, we did not go to. We it. didn't have time. It, it is, if I'm not mistaken, one of the largest castles in the world, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Most definitely in Europe. I would imagine in the world, because Europe seems to have some of the biggest castles. Um, yeah, so, largest yeah. Ca- mm-hmm. castle in the world, the Prague Castle. Right. Right. And And I will say as well, if you want to do a scenic thing and your legs are getting tired from walking around what you can do is you can take the 22 tram um, and tickets are very very cheap and affordable in Prague for public transit and it works for all the public transit buses metro and tram a day pass is what about 110 s- crowns which is what five dollars somewhere around there yeah f- yeah five, five yeah, six bucks five maybe somewhere around there so yeah so mm-hmm. um so i would take the 22 and you can take that all the way up to the castle get off um get off at the castle then you walk around the castle and you walk back down the hill and the castle is great if you want to take some scenic photos if you look at our instagram i have some photos that i posted from the view of our castle quite a while ago when my parents were visiting so that's a great place to get a view you you're kind of on the other side of the river it's a great kind of panoramic view of prague then you can walk back down the steps um, and it's just absolutely fantastic. And this is one of those things where that's why I love going to Prague because there's a lot of cool things you can do and see that's free, right? Or very mm-hmm. cheap. You pay your five or $6 for your tram pass, your, your public transportation, you know, 24 hour ticket. And you can get to see all these sites. You could go to Latina park and walk around there. If the weather's nice, there's another place that we didn't go, but I, I remember pointing it out to you and Don, it's called Petrine Hill. And it's, I, I remember we were at Letna and I said, you see that hill and you see that building where that restaurant is. And you guys oh, were like, yeah. Yep. Petrine Hill is also a great place to go as well. Um, and there's a restaurant there. It's a little expensive. Don't but, you have to take a, like a gondola to get there? Well, you can. You can also walk because it's through a okay. park. But it's actually a restaurant and a hotel. So it's called um, Restaurant uh, Nebojizek. And uh, this is a really, like the, I've eaten there before. And the food is kind of pricey, but it's really great quality. If you're trying to flex on your date, I would take her there or him there. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, you know, this is 21st century. This is 2019. <laughs> Ladies, you can take your guys out on dates as well um, and treat them. <laughs> but anyways, that's a great place to look out. It's also not very far from the 
memorial to the victims of communism, which are bronze sculptures, and they're absolutely beautiful. The, the closest stop, if you are trying to go to Petrine Hill, is called Uyezd. It's U-J-E-Z-D, Uyezd. Uh, and that's also very, very close to the Czech uh, Music Museum, which is great. And there's a few churches around there as well, um, which is um, Church of Our Lady Victorious, uh, which is great. And there's also a Catholic church near um, the top of Petrine as well, as as uh, including also the Stefanik Observatory, which is like a planetarium. So walking up and around that area for Petrine Hill can be very worthwhile because there are so many sites and things you can do, and a lot of them are free or cheap. And that's the great thing about Prague as well is the the, the landscape and all the parks, right? We mentioned Letna Park in the mm-hmm. spring and in the summer and even early fall. There's a wonderful beer garden at Letna Park, and you can sit right up mm-hmm. there and look right over. We walked by where the beer garden is, but it was sadly yeah, closed. Yeah, I figured. I know mm-hmm. what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. You also mentioned mm-hmm. uh, before we started another park that you and uh, David went to. Was it not a park? You just posted the pictures. Oh, no, no, no. That, that, no, that's not a park. <laughs> okay. That's called Vichyhrad. And Vichyhrad oh, okay. is, is actually the oldest settlement in Prague. And it, uh, I believe they settled there somewhere around the 1100s. Mm, um, okay. But the cool thing about it is it was a castle and a fortress and a church and a cemetery as well. And there are many, many famous Czech people who are buried there. Like um, Dvořák is there, the very famous composer. Also Smetana, mm-hmm. which is another famous Czech composer. So Vichyhrad is, is very worthwhile. Had I have known about it, I would have taken you guys there. But I had no idea how beautiful it was. And check out our Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast, because I mm-hmm. have some pictures up there. And the cool thing about Vichyhrad is you can see a couple different sides of Prague. So it's absolutely fantastic. Um, so that's definitely worth a visit. And once again, you get the public transportation tickets... You can travel around all these places very, very easily, and you could easily go from Vichyhrad, um, take the tram, and get anywhere else you need to go, whether it be Wenceslas Square or Old Town Square, anything like that as well. If if someone's trying to hit all the tourist spots, mm-hmm. I feel like one place I would say I'm okay with not going to mm-hmm. is that Charles Square, where that is that what that would be called? Um, do you mean where, where Ca- it, Carlo von Amesti? Where, where there's the statue of, of, of Charles and then it's like the long straight. No, that's uh, Wenceslas Square. Oh, that's Wenceslas Square. Yeah, and that's, okay. and that's Wenceslas. I feel like I, I didn't have a problem going there, let me clarify. But I right. feel like I would have been okay having not gone there. Okay. See, like, I, I, feel I like, like I, that place. I I, it, was just, it, just, it was just like a, a very touristy to me. Yeah. You know? I mean, all the, all the tourist spots are. But I feel like I didn't get much from from it right i thought the statue was cool and it was a cool look if you're Mm -hmm. standing from the statue and looking down because it's slightly on a hill oh definitely but um yeah i don't know i just didn't feel like i got much from it what i will say though is if you are in wenceslas square if you walk away from the statue you can go through all these winding streets and walk your way to old town which is kind of cool yes that was cool cool. to see that yeah that was nice and there are some very small streets yeah oh absolutely Absolutely. So yeah, and then the the other thing with Prague as well is there's a lot of other hidden gems. There's a really cool park called Kampa Park, which is on the other side of the river, and there's a beautiful view of the Charles Bridge there. So that's also mm-hmm. worth checking. I mean, really, if you go to Prague when the weather's nice, unless you want to check out museums, you can do a lot of your stuff just by going and checking out places. There there are a lot of different statues and sculptures and beautiful parks 
also check out, it's near um, a street called Karvatova. Um, an American would probably say Karvatova or Charvatova. It's C-H-A-R-V-A-T-O-V-A. <laughs> and that's where they have the um, Franz Kafka head that spins. Oh, and you yeah. And Don saw yeah. That. What were your thoughts on that? Did you like it? Oh, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was trippy. Um, it was very Kafka-esque, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of weird. For sure. <laughs> uh, and and it, is, it, was, it was just a cool sight to see. And it's cool to watch it spin around and then, you know, make a face again. And it, it, was, it was definitely cool to see. And I did like that area, too. Like, uh, even around where that Vodafone was, it wasn't really a touristy area, but it was a, kind of a nice area to walk around. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. If, uh, so, yeah, I would like that. So, my question to you is... Now that you're now that you've been there so many times and you sort of know where all the spots are, if you wanted to, if if I was coming back there, or I was going there for the first time, how long do you think I would need to be there for to really take it in? Because I obviously was not there long enough. Right, I was there for three days. Well, so I think had we've approached things differently, I think three or four days is definitely enough to get a slight overview. Right. Okay. But I also wanted to show you and Don not only the typical touristy stuff. Right. True. So, you yeah, know, we went to some good Czech restaurants that were outside of the, the main tourist spots. And I will warn all of our listeners out there going to Prague, if you're in a touristy spot and it says Czech restaurant or authentic Czech restaurant, look it's at the prices not. before you go in. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's probably Czech food, but it's, it's probably, probably very expensive. Right, yeah. So if you go out more towards either what we call, uh, we call the, the neighborhood Zhishkov, which is where we stayed by mm-hmm. Hostel Elf, that's in Zhishkov. Um, if you go to... Yajiho um, Zapodjebrad or Namiestimiru, all those places have tons of restaurants, and you'll get Sklep is where Sklep we went. Right? Is where we went, and the food was fantastic. Garlic soup was on point. Um, mm-hmm. I had schnitzel; it was very good. And that's the thing: you want to go to a place where it's where it's advertised as like a restaurant, you know, because you're in the Czech Republic. Right. A normal restaurant will usually be a Czech restaurant. Yeah, and they don't have to advertise authentic Czech food to the Czech people. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah, so so there's a lot of great places to to go and see. And you know, Prague, unless you're spending a lot of money, you should budget for maybe about thirty to forty U.S. dollars, maybe including accommodation, depending on where you stay. I mean, we had really really affordable accommodation at Hostel Elf. It was not mm-hmm. bad at all, um, mm-hmm. and so. I think I think anywhere from thirty to fifty U.S. dollars a day would definitely get you by in Prague, no problem. Um, I would mm-hmm. I would say if if someone wants to t- take a European trip but is on a budget, if you well, you know obviously once you have the money for the flight, Prague or Czech Republic in general is a great place to go if you want, really want to go to Europe but don't have a lot of money because you know if, according you know, in, in comparison to American standards everything is considered very cheap and you don't have to. Be if you know you don't have to be super aware of your money to have a good time and and have fun. Exactly, exactly. And as you mentioned, there's so much to see without even having to pay for anything. I mean, it's right. just walking around. Exactly, is, is gorgeous. Exactly. And look, we're only dipping our feet just slightly in the water here with things to oh, do and course. things to see in Prague. Really, we're trying to keep these episodes short for you guys and give you the most concise, compact content we can, so you can give this a quick listen. On your way to wherever you're traveling, on the airplane. And get, exactly, and get some get some ideas. So there's obviously a lot more, and I will tell all of our listeners out there, the best resource, in my opinion, for Prague, is if you go on YouTube and type in "Honest Guide Prague," you will mm-hmm. find tons and tons and tons of videos 
uh, about Prague with a lot of great tips, where to eat, um, what to do and what to see. And I'll just quickly give all of our listeners out there kind of my couple of my favorite spots. Um, so my fa- one of my favorite, I have two favorite places for beer. Dva Cahoti is one of them, which is a fairly new brewery um, that's open. And Dva Is that Cahoti, where we went with Joanna? Uh, no, that's um, Ukasirje, and that's my other okay. favorite place. Both of those two Were places. Were you about to say that? I was, yes. Both oh. <laughs> of those places are great. Um, also, speaking of Joanna, check out our uh, next episode. Um, and it will be a definite treat for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, I guess mm-hmm. it won't because our timing for these are going to be different. No, if you if you put this out, uh, oh, that's not true. This Saturday, but next one, it'll be the next episode. Oh, perfect. Right. So yeah, so check that out um, mm-hmm. with Juana on our uh, podcast for our next episode. But anyways, so I love those places. I don't know why, Jared, but since I've moved here, I eat a lot of Czech food in in Komutov, in my, the town where I'm living. So I don't usually go for Czech food in Prague. So I go for mm-hmm. other stuff. So there's a really really great, um, really really great Mexican place near JZP called Las Adelitas, which is fantastic. Good food, good margaritas, absolutely fantastic. There's also a great burger place called The Tavern, which is fantastic. Uh, And I would check that place out as well. The Tavern, Las Adelitas. I mean, there's so much good food in Prague, you really can't go wrong. I would just, my tip for all of our listeners out there, I would check the menus. Usually they'll have the menus listed outside. The other place, if you love beer, have a little extra money to spend, and you like chicken wings, Go to a place called Beer Geek. The best wings okay. I've had in Prague, fantastic beer. And they they serve more like craft beer and stuff like that. So, yeah. And if you want more food recommendations, feel free to email us or slide into those DMs. Because as you guys have heard, we have a great connection to uh, the foodie, Ravi. Yes. And uh, he'll give, he'll, he'll, uh, we'll pass on a bunch of recommendations from him. Exactly. So, so my suggestion for our listeners out there, if you're thinking, how long should I stay in Prague? I would say a, a minimum of three to four days, maybe five mm-hmm. to really get a good feel of the city. The first time I was in and Prague, not feel rushed as well. Right, exactly. The first time we I, definitely felt rushed. I would we say. did. Well, it didn't help that we also had very late evenings, so we slept in a little longer That's than we true. needed to as well. <laughs> um, but the first time I was there, um, I was only there for the weekend, and we saw a lot and we did a lot. So I would say three days, you can definitely get a taste of Prague. But if you want the full mm-hmm. experience, I'd say try to stay for about five, maybe even a week if you can swing it because it's not that expensive. But moving on, I do want to give our listeners um, some warnings. So Prague is a very, very safe city. You um, you know, y- you really won't have problems with serious crime. The only crime they really have is petty crime. And actually recently I've noticed now in the metro they have signs saying watch out for pickpockets. I've been to Prague many, many times, never had any problems with pickpockets. I keep my wallet in my front pocket. I would not suggest leaving it in your back pocket um, unless you have like a zipper or a button or something. But even then, I would be careful. Um, also, be careful like if people notice you're a tourist, like don't don't make yourself a target. Uh, my mom actually had a coworker who was in Prague and was taking pictures. And these guys came up to him and said, oh, hey, you know, do, do you want us to take your picture here? And he was like, oh, Classic. sure. <laughs> and he sat down his briefcase with his laptop and his passport and everything in it. Ooh. And then he and then he and he realized right after they took the picture, he was like, yep, he knew it. You know, he was he kind of yeah. realized. And so, yeah, so I even I was at Starbucks earlier. I just came back from Prague and uh, I carried all my crap with me. I didn't even leave it like over in the corner to grab my coffee and go back. 
because I'm yeah, a little I would paranoid. Never do that either. Exactly. So just yeah. watch your belongings. Be careful of that. The other thing that I think is now on the decline, but a lot of people would come from uh, Bulgaria. And Bulgarian money looks similar to Czech money. And so if people try to exchange money with you on the street, do not do it at all. Mm, Definitely do not. Um, and that, that can be dangerous. And also, you could be approached, especially late at night um, on Wenceslas Square by women, you know, offering you um, adult things late at night for money. <laughs> um, and don't, you know, if... I'm not here to judge. If, if you want to do that thing, you know, your, your call, but I would not ever engage with someone on the street like that it can be dangerous usually they're drug addicts it can be a big problem well here, this is going to sound weird but like a a legitimate tip if you do want to engage in stuff like that is that it's not illegal there so there are legitimate establish, exactly. establishments that are way safer another thing that we experienced once i mean you know this is common sense but like People will come up to you trying to like sell you drugs and stuff. Yep, and sometimes, yeah, especially if, if you look like a tourist, a young tourist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, I've I mean, been asked so many them, times. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, just just don't don't engage with those people on the street like that. It's not a good idea. But otherwise, I Prague, believe you also you also mentioned that even if you are someone that wants the drugs, that the people on the street asking you are not going to be the ones to get to give it to you. Like you you said, you've heard stories about people giving out fake stuff to people. Oh, and, for sure. Yeah, I've heard tons yeah, of so, stories. I mean, you know, when I before I first came here, I did a lot of reading of what not to do. And the two two things they three things they said were um, watch your belongings, don't exchange money, and don't don't accept any street services, whether that be drugs, prostitution, whatever. So yeah, so mm-hmm. so I would say as long as you avoid those things, you should be fine in Prague, and I'm sure you'll have a wonderful time easy list of things to avoid (laughs) exactly exactly and the last few things i would like to bring to your attention before going to prague is you can uber in prague it's not very expensive but uh jared and i use this app um, called litachka Mm -hmm. and it is a free app and if you have um data while you're there you can buy your tickets directly there, which is great. The only issue there is if your phone dies, you can't show the controllers the ticket. I've only been stopped in Prague once, all the times I've been there, and I use the public transportation there all the time. But with that being said, buy a ticket. There are machines. It's all in check, though. Um, So just so our listeners know, 110 crown ticket, you'll see the numbers, 110 C, or sorry, KC, that would be for 24 hours. And then the... I believe 24 crowns is for 30 minutes, um, and it just kind of goes up in increments. But if you get the app, it says it in English. So if you're mm-hmm. worried about the language barrier, download the app. It will be very, very helpful for you as well. Um, and it's mm-hmm. easy to get around. There's you know maps and stops everywhere. People are usually very helpful on the on the you know metros and trams and everything. And the main line that I would suggest if you want to do some sightseeing on it is the 22. Okay, it's good to know. Exa- Thank you, Chad. Exactly, exactly. So, so yeah, and my only, my last little thing that I mentioned at the top of our show today is for budget tips, I would say just try to avoid the generally touristy areas when you're buying things, and usually it will be much cheaper. Um, don't be afraid to also go to the grocery store to get some things. Um, it's very affordable at the grocery stores. Walk around outside if the weather's nice. Museums aren't too badly priced as well in Prague. Um, and really, you can have a great vacation on a budget in Prague, no problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No I problem agree. at all. So yeah, so we hope this episode has given you some tips. 
Like we've said, we've really only scratched the surface of the iceberg here. And uh, feel free to contact us if you have any other questions or suggestions of places in Prague where you like to go, um, whether it be for sightseeing, for food, for nightlife, anything like that. Prague also has a very vibrant uh, nightlife scene, and it's fantastic. There's something there for pretty much everybody, whether it's you know a, a, like a bar with rock music or a club where you can shake your booty all night long, whatever you're mm-hmm. into. I'm very confident to say Prague definitely has that in store for you. So we hope you've enjoyed and uh, are now inspired and excited to go visit Prague. Let us know if you have any questions. Untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. You can also slide into our DMs, Untranslatable1 on Twitter. If you You want to see some of the sites we've been talking about and are curious of the landscape and architecture of Prague, check out our Instagram, Untranslatablepodcast. And uh, we think that'll give you a decent feel if you're still on the fence of visiting this fantastic city. So if you like history, if you like art, if you like architecture, if you like good music, if you like tasty Czech food and tasty Czech beer, Prague is definitely the place for you. So we hope you visit. We hope you have a great time and uh, safe travels, bon voyage. And as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, děkujeme. And muchas gracias.